Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. Today is Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. I'm so excited. Still safe, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Enjoying my life with Jesus. And y'all, oh my gosh. Okay, so I live in Mississippi. And I am told that it is very cold outside. And why I say that is because I have not been outside since Sunday because I'm told that it is very cold outside. And as I look out my window and out my front door, uh, snow is covering the um the street snow is in my backyard snow is everywhere uh it's not that many inches i don't think it looked like it might be maybe two inches or maybe three i'm not sure but i have not went outside but it looks very lovely um and of course uh with my driving skills which is not like the best uh i will not be going out to drive and i'm so glad that i stacked up on some food before uh this hit because i cannot drive in snow and ice so but i thank the lord Lord, uh, I'm very grateful that we still have heat. We Our electricity is still working. I thank God for that because a lot of people that I'm hearing, the electricity have went out um, about 10 miles away from me. Uh, some people that I know do not have electricity. So I am grateful and thankful to God that uh, as of now, I still have electricity in my home. And so I thank the Lord for that. I also thank the Lord that I'm able uh, to actually uh, meet with my students. I'm a school teacher so i'm able to meet with my school te- my school students virtually i'm able to help them virtually so i thank the lord for that um i do not have to go to work thank god they gave us off today and tomorrow and hopefully they will give us off for the rest of the week because again i cannot drive in this type of weather but again i am so grateful that i am alive and well on today and so on this tell it like it is tuesday i want to talk about how love move us to action Love moves us to action. Like we don't just say that we love someone and no actions follow it because our example is Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ said that he loved us, he died for our sins on that cross. He was beat. He was spit on. He was whipped. He went through all of this for our sins. And so that is love. Love is showing action. Love is sacrifice. Okay. So when we think of that, Jesus is love. God, the Bible say God is love. And so when he told us that again, when he say that he love us, he not only did he die for our sins, like he forgives us time and time again. Like, it's not like we just messed up one time and was like, oh God, forgive me. No, we have messed up multiple times. I know I have, and God has forgiven me. The Bible say, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. Not only do he forgive us, but he cleanses us from all of those filthy sins. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That is the awesome power of God. That is God's love. And then he he shows us grace. He gives us grace and he has mercy upon us, okay? And also, he's there for us in our time of need to provide comfort, to provide peace. God is so awesome. Then he heals us. He heals us everywhere we hurt. It can be sickness. It can be like emotional. It can be physically, but any kind of way. God heals us. That's the love of him. So Jesus shows his love in action. And he is our perfect example. We ought to live. The Bible tells us we ought to live like he lived. So if he lived, if he lived in such 
a such a sacrificing, giving, and serving type of way, that is the same type of love that we must show to one another. I always mention, uh, we only can love from love. So if we don't have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we can't love how Jesus loved us. So I encourage you, if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, receive the Holy Ghost so you can receive that, that the love that God has given to us and you can give it to others. So when we love, when we truly love God, First, with all our heart, mind, and soul, we can love others. When we truly love God by giving our body and presenting it to him, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, then that shows that I really love God. Because you know what, God? I can't say I love you enough. I have to give of myself. And the Bible says this is only my reasonable service, so I'm not doing something so spectacular. This is all. This is minimal. For me to give my body to the Lord, holy and acceptable. And so that means, hey, I can't be sleeping around. I can't be having sex with men and I'm not married because God wants my body holy and acceptable. I can't be masturbating. I can't be self, that's self-sex. I can't do it because I supposed to be presenting. I'm not my own. When I join hands and relationship with Jesus Christ, I am not my own. I am bought with a price. So self-sex, which is masturbation, is out the window. No, we cannot do that. We have to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. All of it. Give your body to him. Holy and acceptable. And that's not just sex. That is just not sex. Your mouth. Okay? Because your mouth, we can run off at the mouth cursing somebody out. Or even if you don't curse somebody out, you telling them off. No, that's a part of your body. We have to present it to God. Lord, I need you to control my mouth. I need you to control my lips because I want to be pleasing and acceptable to you. Um, also, and holy, we complete, we complete, we, we love God by obeying his word. So not just the word on not just the word on present my body, but every aspect of the word I'm going to obey because I want to be pleasing to God. I want my life to be pleasing to God. So I obey him. And again, it is God that worketh in me that will to do both the will and to do of his good pleasure. I can't just do it. So for me to love from love, I must have his Holy Spirit living on the inside of me so I can love him. Because we love because he first loved us. So all of these practices, keeping his commandments, that's the only way that we can show love, presenting our body to him, holy and acceptable, and giving him my all. I have to give him my all. I cannot say I love God, but I'm giving my body to someone else before marriage. Now, I'm not saying that you, okay, you have decided that you're going to dedicate your life and your body to God, and you oops, you had a slip up. I'm not saying at that very moment that you don't love God anymore. I'm not saying that because God, God will forgive you. What I'm saying is a continual slip up at this point. It's not a slip up no more. If you continually to stay in sin and we setting up ways to please our flesh, that means that we don't love God. Because daily I should be presenting again my body to him, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. I need to be making preparation or I need to be setting boundaries so I will not slip up. 
oops, I did, you know, oops, you can say, oops, okay, I slipped up this time, but Lord, I never want to find myself in this situation again. I learned from my bad decision. I learned from this slip up that I didn't have enough boundaries around me to keep or prevent me from slipping up. So now, Lord, I need you to help me. I'm going to set boundaries because I love you and I don't want to do anything displeasing to you. So that's the love of God. Love moves us to action. I'm going to do everything in my power to keep my body holy and acceptable. I'm going to obey his word in all areas of my life, all areas of my life, not just at home or at, at work or whatever, every area on how I'm supposed to treat other people, on how God wants me to walk in purpose. I'm going to obey God. Because at the end of the day, I love him. I really do. And I can't just say it because we know, ladies, we don't want a man just saying, I love you. And he don't do anything for us. And I'm not just saying just giving gifts or whatever. I mean, just a nice gesture or just nice words can go a long way. But not just words. I need you to prove it. That means you're not talking to other ladies. That means you're not having sex with other ladies. That means if you love me, you committed your body and your life to God. Because you know that unless you commit your life and your body to God, you can't properly love me. That's the love that a man has for you right there. That's a big clue right there. Because if he loves God, you know that he's going to love you. But if he like, uh-uh, no, I don't know about that God thing. I don't know about, I don't know about that holiness thing. I don't know about keeping, oh, you got to go, bro. Because you, you're, you're never going to be able to love me like Christ of the church if you don't have Christ in you. So, red flag right there. If he, he, if he talking slow, if you don't see him loving God, which means keeping his word. Nextly, again, when it comes to loving each other. We we have to love each other because love is from God. And the Bible say, like, how can I love him? And I never seen him, but I hate my brothers who I see. That is, we can't, that's a contradiction. So if we love God, we ought to love one another. And again, love is action. If you see your brother or sister in need, you're supposed to help them. If you have resources to help them. Like, I cannot stand people that's up in the church shouting and praising God and doing all of this. But when you see somebody in need, you can't help them. You walk right past them and know that they need your help. That's not the love of God. And the love of God is not, oh, I see my brother or sister down or they are backslidden from the church, but I'm going to talk about them. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to pray for them. I'm just going to talk about them. I'm going to call my other brother and sister on the phone and talk about them. Hello, that is not the love of God. We do not gossip on the phone about each other. If a brother or sister have fallen away, we're supposed to pray them back. We're supposed to encourage that sister or brother to come back, not get on the phone and talk about them. So that is not the love of God. The love of God is encouraging. And so it's it's just a it's a really it's a really shame that in a lot of our churches today the love of God is not being shown because the love of God is when you encourage all your brothers and sisters, you support all your brothers and sisters and they walk with Christ. We don't have cliques because that's division. That's creating division in the church. We are one. So when we say we love each other, we are there for each other. We encourage one another. We support one another. 
We don't put one person above the other because we love each other. That's the love of God. And that is what God wants to see in these last and evil days. Because one of his main attributes is love. God is love. So guess what, y'all? If you don't see people loving and they claim they had a Holy Spirit, then they are liars. The Bible already said it. They are liars. I don't care if they speak in tongue. I don't care if they run up and down and out. I don't care if they have a position in the church. If they do not show love then they don't have the love inside of them. They are not saved because we love one another. That's the love of God. That is the love of God when we show it. God showed his love to us. So we have to show our love. And then the Bible also say to love one another, like love, love others as you love yourself. So I love myself. So I'm going to make sure I take care of myself. Okay, I'm going to make sure I keep myself encouraged. I'm going to make sure I keep myself supported. I'm going to make sure of all these things. So if I love myself that much, then I'm sure going to love my other brothers and sisters. I'm sure going to love people, even people that's not in the church. I still love you with the love of the Lord because it's in me to love. God so loved the world, which included everybody, that he gave something. So we have to give of ourselves. It might be time. It might be money. It might be resources. Give of yourself. And it should be freely. It shouldn't feel like a burden because you're supposed to have the love of God in you. So this, again, is one of God's main attributes. If we're not showing love, then we don't have God's spirit. That's point blank, period. Okay. And even our enemies, we ought to love them. Like it said, when you when you show love to them, you heaping coals of fire on their head. Because they're like, ooh, I can't stand it because I know, you know, I can't stand this person because I hate them. That's what your enemy is saying. But you still being kind to them. You still uh, giving kind words. You still speaking to them. That's the love of God. And again, if you don't have his Holy Spirit, you're not going to be able to really love your enemies. Because some of them, they're going to really do some things that's really going to get next to you. And you're really going to have to still smile. Still smile. Still show the love of God. Still help them if they're in need. Still encourage them. Still support them if they're doing right in the Lord. Now, I'm not saying support somebody that's not building up the kingdom of God. No, you don't support no one in their mess. But you do. If they are doing something that is supportable, support them, encourage them, build them up. And hopefully that they will see that, you know what? That person really loved me. Like I'm not get I'm not doing it to get a gold star in front of people. I'm doing it because I really love you. And I pray that you love me back one day. So love your enemies. We must forgive them. Let it go. I'm telling y'all, time is too short. Life is short to be holding grudges against people. Whatever they have done against you, let it go. Forgive them. Was it right? No, what they done. It was not right what they done. But forgive them. Forgive them, which means to let it go, pardon them, and keep being the kind and nice person that you are to them. Okay, this is love in action. Day by day, we should be allowing the love of God to be perfected in us. And as you as you overcome each trial, every time you overcome the test, the, the love of God is being perfected in you. Every time somebody curse you out and you decide to smile back and walk away, God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. The love of God is being perfected in you.
Every time you see something on Facebook and you know that person threw off on you on purpose and you don't respond to it and you say, Lord, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do. Lord, help me to continue to show love to this person. Hey, you are allowing the love of God to be perfected in you. People talking behind your back, you find out that they are. Keep loving them. Act like you didn't even know. The love of God is being perfected in you. So we can't treat people. If people treat us negatively, negatively, we cannot treat them back negative. No, 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 no. The Bible says to overcome evil with good. So we again say we had a love of God, which is the Holy Spirit. We are going to treat these people with love and kindness because we are God's children and God is love. So I want to encourage y'all to keep doing this because right now we don't have a spouse. But as we allow the love of God to be perfected in us, we're we going to be ready for our spouse because our spouse is a human too. He is not perfect. He might do something that gets on our nerves or he might not intentionally hurt us but we're gonna have to learn how to forgive him we're gonna have to learn how to talk to him in a calm way we're gonna have to learn to even if he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing by us we still gonna do what we're supposed to do by him because our allegiance is to god we have to answer to a higher power which is god and because i love god i love you God's love is unconditional. So right now, we are learning how to treat others with unconditional love. So when our spouse come, which is going to be the closest thing to us besides God, then we know how to treat him with unconditional love because we have treated our family members this way. We have treated our friends this way. We have treated our co-workers this way. We show them unconditional love. So we, we will be ready when our spouse come to treat him with unconditional love. And then also we'll be able to receive the love that he is giving us because we accepted the love of God. See, some sometimes when you have went through a lot of different things or rela- bad relationships, you are like you have your guards up and you, you don't know how to receive love. But when that man come in your life, you're going to recognize that this man really loves me. And you're going to be able to put your guards down because you're going to know that I see that I see the love of God in him. I see what he do for the Lord. I see how he live his life. And then I see how he's treating me. Even when I might have got on his nerves, I see how he was able to calmly talk to me. I see how he didn't just leave me or walk out or walk away. From the relationship, but he stayed with me. He was patient with me just as God was patient with me. And so I recognize all of these different characteristics that he has that's of love. I recognize it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long-suffering. Love. Love keeps no record of wrongs. You know, I, I... 1 Corinthians 13, I see all of these qualities displayed in him. So yes, I can receive him. I can receive the love that he's given me. So we have to remember, love is action. Because if that potential spouse is not showing love in action, then he don't love you. And he definitely don't love God. If you don't love God, he cannot love you. So remember, continue to walk in love. Let's continue to love God with all that's within us because 
God is always with us. He always has us. He always, he will always love us and love other people unconditionally. No matter what they do to you, no matter what they say, love them because the love of God is being perfected in you. So I pray that this podcast was a blessing to someone and it encouraged you to keep loving God, keep loving others. If you would like to send me a message, feel free to do so. I would love to hear from you. Well, this holy lady T checking out on today. Y'all have a blessed day. Stay safe, stay warm and continue to be who God has called you to be. Continue to be holy and remember you are worth it. Peace.